Davy Calabrese with us today um, from the, what is it you guys used to say, the greatest horror rock band ever or something like that? <laughs> oh, you mean uh, the world's greatest horror rock band, yes. Yeah, yeah, that's, uh, that's, what, yeah, that's what I meant. My, my apologies. <laughs> I mean, I don't think anybody would you know, argue that. <laughs> What's that? Yeah, but, you know. You know, David, that actually makes me want to ask you guys. I was actually, I Googled you guys earlier just to see what kind of write-ups they were they were putting you in as. And, of course, they call you, you know, an American rock band. So, with that being said, how do you guys categorize your band, your style, your music? What do you want to be categorized as? Well, um... <laughs> Of course, it's a subgenre of a subgenre, but uh, yeah, the overarching thing is rock and roll. And then, if you want to go right. down deeper into that, then it goes into like punk and goth, horror, just all sorts of facets. We just jump all over the place. But if you want to give it a fun name, uh, horror rock is um, is the genre, or you can call it ooh ooh. Here we go, uh, vampire rock. Yeah, I like that. I like that, that is sound. Definitely, definitely more more fitting. Cool. <laughs> so, so um, this is Justin talking now. <laughs> um, your your guys's latest record, uh, "Flee the Light." I, I noticed that the sound and the style is very. Uh, it's mixed up on the whole record. Um, you got some. You know the classic style, Calabrese, super fast punk rock. But then you have some like typo negative sounding death rock, more post punk, I guess, kind of sound. What what was up with that? Well, oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes, Flee the Light, our platinum selling uh, album. Um, <laughs> well, <laughs> we've always loved uh, Type of Negative. Type of Negative has always been an influence. It's just uh, we got better at our instruments and we're able to figure out how to make music that sounds like that. <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, and also, like, goth stuff has always been um, rooted. This is the classic case of, like, learning instruments and knowing how to do it better and, and just, like, taking... Um, what would say, uh, taking chances and, and um, experimenting with sounds because uh, our frequent collaborator and friend, our producer, Mr. Bob Hogue, um, he was unsure, he wanted to put sense on there, but he was unsure if we were like down for it because um, uh, you know our, one of our subgenres is punk rock, so it's like, uh, do you want to like pretty that up? And we're like, hell yeah. So <laughs> we started, uh, we dabbled a little bit in Born of Scorpion's Touch, and then last we, like, gave him a little bit more reins, like, some sense at the beginning and all sorts of stuff, and then we're like, hell yeah, man, just put as much crap on this as you want. Never pull your lights. And um, he's like, okie dokie. So that's what we did, and uh, there you go. It's just, we'll take you to the left, take you to the right, and then up and down. All sorts of places. That's a that's so. a fantastic. That's a fantastic way to describe it. Um, like you, okay. So you mentioned uh, "Born of the Scorpions Touch." That that album was like, like very mature. I guess you should say. 
it's a uh, <laughs> yeah like listening to that record and then going back and listen to like uh like 13 halloweens you can tell it's the same band but there was just like more to it and then with flee the light it's like a good mixture of all that together so that's uh i don't know i'm just trying to just say it's a badass record i guess <laughs> <laughs> thank you thank you so keeping uh, alright so you guys formed originally what year uh, uh, early 2000s we'll say um, okay so so we'll say close to 20 years ago then <laughs> you're raising me <laughs> <laughs> well my, you know before we got on, the, on the line here with you Justin and I were talking about, you know, the unfortunate coronavirus that's going around and people being stuck at home and not realizing how much tension there can be with actually not having a break from your loved ones, your kids, your spouse, and so forth. And now, amongst the three of you, having been grown together, career together, touring together, recording together... How is that, uh, how can I put it? Has that ever had parts of being, you know, I guess with any relationship, you have good days, you have bad days, but I guess I want to like tip my hat to you guys. You know, I don't know that I could have ever have grown up with a family member and done a full career with, and, you know, I'm, I'm not quite sure. Has there ever come down to the point where you're like, you know what, you're not going to be my brother anymore, I don't like you anymore, you're an asshole, I can't do this shit, you're an idiot, and, you know, and mom never liked you anyway, so, you know, just, you know, you guys keep producing, and you guys are always on top, and you've been doing a great job, and just kind of makes me want to scratch the surface, just for a second, and, and find out, you know, after all these years together, how are the brother is still at the end of the day. When all is said and done, you get off stage, you look at each other, high fives, and say, man, great job, or, you know what, you were still a dick after all these years. <laughs> I'll, tell you, I'll tell you this. Um, if we weren't if we weren't family, we probably wouldn't be a band. Um, gotcha. This, this long. <laughs> right. Uh, like right. You, like you described, um, there's good days and there's bad days, and um, uh, you know you could treat a friend a certain way, but then like when you have like a brother, they let's just say let's just say when you know you have a let's just say you have a brother and you know he has like this button and you like to press it for whatever reason. Sure, <laughs> sure. You know it's going to cause problems. Yeah, so. <laughs> you kind of have to put up with certain uh, irritations, but um, luckily we're all gifted, and uh, we were raised by wonderful parents, and um, and we get over it. And um, uh, current, uh, my dad's catchphrase is um, "forgive and forget." And it's really hard to, but you got to do what you got to do. Right? Yeah. It you know, you read about it all the time, you know, guitarists, you know, internal turmoil and bands are fighting and a guitarist just halfway through a tour or whatever 
decides they're leaving. Okay, well, within a matter of hours or days, they've already got a replacement and they're already continuing their tour. No big deal. You know, but with the three of you, it's like, wow, that guy that just took over is, that's not my brother. That's, you know, I think something like that would hit a lot harder than, than replacing a former, quote, just a bandmate. God forbid anything were to ever happen with the three of you. Um, but, I mean, just, like I said, I, I tip my hat to you guys for being able to keep it together so long. I do, I truly commend you guys for that. I really, I think it's a great thing that you guys have been doing. So, congratulations. Thank you. I'm going to guess you have a brother. <laughs> I'm sorry? I'm going to guess that you have a brother. I am a spoiled, rotten single child. Nah. Really? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, my father remarried when I was uh, 18, and to this day, um, he has since divorced, but uh, he married in with a woman that had two daughters of her own. So I, I became a big brother to two stepsisters, both of which I love very much to this day, and, and consider them to still be my, my sisters. But no, I was raised alone. <laughs> okay. Yes. No, always, always wanted, always wanted siblings until I was out of my own, and then just decided, nope, it was better off being just me. Yeah, and after being raised alone, I'm remarried, and between my wife and I, we have eight kids. So, uh, so now I can appreciate uh, having been, been alone. Exactly. That, that's where it all. That's where all my questions come in, and where I can say I commend you for it because having raised eight kids, I don't think I could have ever. Nope, nope, not gonna happen with me. <laughs> Damn, eight kids, eight kids. Yeah, people call us the Brady Bunch. I pretty much refer to it more as the Manson family. But <clears throat> yeah, <laughs> that's more than Brady's. It's more it's like the Brady's plus two. Like the Partridge. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, plus two. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. So, anyhow, when Corona is all said and done and the dust the dust clears, what is what is the future hold? You guys making plans and arrangements now for the future? Then, well, <laughs> so you know how like a bunch of people are like, oh, um, we're like postponing our tour, or the tour's canceled, or like, and um, and then everyone's like, oh no, and then like blah 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 blah. Well, we were uh, we're in. We were like, we were balls deep in planning a freaking tour, dude, and we didn't even get to announce it to then say, unannounce it to get the pity. (laughs) 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 So no one knows that we had something cooking, and, um, (laughs) but yeah, that got freaking stubbed out, and like, um, like, yeah, and it's like really up in the air for everyone else. I'm worried for a bunch of friends that are like, and they're going to go on tour. I'm like, oh no, I hope, hopefully it's going to be fine. But I really, I have like this feeling it's going to go all the way into 2021. Now, how do you, yeah. how do you feel, how do you feel though, like that'll help, I've been thinking about this a lot, how, how it would help actual record sales. Because without live music, which a lot of bands depend on, to me, thinking, well, maybe record sales will go up because people still want to hear it. Do you think do you think that'll help out in that aspect? Uh, well, 
Welcome to the <laughs> I'd like to. I'd like to hope so. I'd like to hope so. And whoever's listening to this, buy our merch. Um, but calibrestore dot com. I'd like to hope so. But like, uh, like going on tour, really, like. Because when you go to a show, you're like, oh, I want to get a thing. It's like a souvenir. So, like, it, you know, it's like... A different experience. We're going to... Yeah, a different experience. And, like, um, people are willing to shell out to more money. But, you know, like... Um, I'll explain this. <laughs> mm, I hope so. Like, people are having, having to get creative... And, um, you know, I see a lot of, like, live streams and, like, uh, uh, what else? Um, I don't know. Like, probably, I would assume more people are, like, streaming more music because there's, like, more. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> We're in it. <laughs> it, it. It is definitely something that, you know, as a, you know, as a touring band, it, it would definitely, it's something to be like, okay this has got to balance out somewhere but I, I see what you mean with the I don't know because it's a it's a tough one I would like to think people are like um, sympathetic to uh, musicians etc and they like um, buy our merch or buy more of our merch but then again everyone's got their problems so it's like would they <laughs> buy our merch I don't know you have to really sick merch like puzzles. <laughs> <laughs> well, c- keeping up with you guys online, you guys do definitely have some great merchandise out there. Oh, thank you, thank you very much. No, you really do. I will, I will give you. Well, I, I guess it will be out by um, this. Will be out by that. But so I will say this: next week, as in, or. Friday? This is Friday. It comes out on Friday? Uh, next Monday. But if you want it to spread, oh, oh, great. Either way, we can do whatever. <laughs> <laughs> well, by now, we have uh, bandanas out. So, in this time frame, they're not out. But when this is out, we'll have bandanas. I was thinking about getting bandanas made prior to the, the virus. Mm. But, like, everyone like Perfect time tonight. Like, really pull the trigger. Just do yeah, it. Now is a good everyone's time. Everyone's like, yeah, like, and everyone's making masks and stuff. I'm like, oh, that's kind of cool. Sure, sure, sure. But like a bandana, you could like um, wear it after this problem is over. You know, like you put it in your back pocket, whatever you want. But uh, anyways, yeah, bandanas. That's all I'm trying to say. Okay. <laughs> So who's out there nowadays that you guys really look to as far as musically? Who do you guys really admire that's playing that's new? Ah, Fresh Blood. Mm. Okay. Yeah. Uh, let's see. <laughs> Who would be fresh? Um, I would say, let's see here. Let's name some bands. There's a band called Choir Boy. Um, mm. They sound like... Gothy, post-punky, but like leaning towards uh, Morrissey-type sounding stuff. Oh, okay. 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 So there's that. And then um, I guess Twin Temple would be new. Twin, Twin Temple. Temple. Twin Temple is 
All right, there you go. Um, satanic duat. And uh, <laughs> um, they're fun, man. They, they did a live stream uh, a little bit ago, and um, they're funny people. Let's see here, what else? What else is new? There's two new ones. <laughs> <laughs> Fresh. Oh, and uh, the weekend. All right, he's not new, but um, man, he just put out a, a new album. Have you, are you guys familiar with the weekend? Yes. Yeah. Dude, blinding lights. Dude, that's a good song. That's a good one. And what about influences? Uh, new influence or just influences in general? Uh, I think new, uh, in, new in general. I think new influence yeah. personally because I think influences. I mean, that's kind of straightforward. <laughs> yeah, true enough. Yeah. Well, you know, um, let's see here. Let's just name a bunch of things. All right. Um, <laughs> uh, Danzig, type of negative, alkaline trio, AFI, uh, the Muse. Um, Rob Zombie, Ralph Misfits, also Elvis, uh, My Chemical Romance, looking around the room, <laughs> Dracula. <laughs> what coasters do I have? <laughs> exactly. <yeah. laughs> um, you know, just like the genre, you know, like the post-punk genre has a certain sound, so I like to pull from that. And, you know, Bahas, there you go. Yeah. Um, yeah, there you go. So speaking of Danzig Virgin. and Elvis, what do you think of this uh, Danzig Elvis cover album? Well, I will tell you this. Uh -oh. I'll plead the fifth. <laughs> <laughs> there's a lot. Of, there's a lot of talk about it, and a lot of people, like even in the horror punk scene, you know, they're like, "Oh, I don't know, it's gonna sound like shit." Well, yeah, I mean, it might, probably does, and will. But <laughs> I will play this. All right, I'll give you an answer. <laughs> I think Big D would really benefit from having a producer. Somebody to tell them what's good, what's bad, yeah. and and to like really just because like when you're when you're in it and you're I think he's doing it all. That's the thing. He's like playing the drums, singing, guitar, every single thing on these things, mm -hmm. and I think he's even recording it. So when you're, it's real easy to get lost in the sauce, and you're like, oh, this is great. You know, like yeah, the, the speakers are loud, everything sounds great. You think, but you need somebody to be like, no, like have like a, a different ear, you know. I think that's what Danzig would benefit from, and and I'm mainly pulling from like you know Danzig one, two, three, four. You know, he had somebody to tell him what's good, what's bad, right? Whether he liked it or not, and um, I don't think he has that right now. So that's my answer. <laughs> <laughs> that's, a, that's that's solid. That's a solid. That's a very good observation. So with and your, um, yeah, with, with your guys' music, um, with the Calabrese music, do do you all contribute to the songwriting process? Yes. Yeah, so how how it goes is um, 
<laughs> so Bobby comes up. Bobby comes up with some sort of uh, crispy riff, and it, it's just like really cool. And then um, I play like the drums to it, and then Jim Jim adds the bass to it, and then eventually they put lyrics to it. There you go. <laughs> <D&D>. <laughs> simple, so, so so simple. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> and then like so you got like. You, you go to a studio with something like that, like a rock and roll. It's like this is cool, and then um, with our with our producer, like like you go to the studio with that, and then like it comes out like something else, like amazing because he adds all like the synths and the different little bells and whistles to it, and it's just like giving birth. There you go, giving birth to a new song. <laughs> Oh, and, um, if Danzig's listening, if Danzig's listening, <laughs> Danzig, I want to, I want to make a music video for you. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> and if if he were to respond to that, any particular song of his that he has done that you would want to do a video for? Well, I, I would assume something off his Elvis album, and um, gotcha. you know, he, he could pick or I could pick. Um, I have some ideas, dude. I have some ideas. So you may or may not know, but I um, direct, edit, and all that stuff for all our, most of all our music videos, especially the latest ones. That was going to be um, my next question, actually. Okay, cool, cool. Uh, Good segue for you. And so, like, um, that's another thing I think Big D needs is, like, someone to just, like, a a different eyeball. Right. um, Because, you know, like, you know, I want to see Danzig. A lot of his recent music videos, he's not, he's not in it. <laughs> or like, it's like a green screen. And green screens are okay, but, you know, physical spot. Anyways, I have some sick ideas if it ever came to fruition. Well, then I've got to ask, have you been lucky enough to have seen his movie? I've seen clips. Okay. Okay. I've seen I've seen clips. I know there's um, I know there's what is it? Uh, <laughs> there's eyeballs on tits. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. There's been a lot of unfortunate mixed reviews. Uh, one of which I actually read said that during the uh, during the initial uh, screening of the movie, people were actually laughing at certain parts and he was getting pissed off because they weren't supposed to be comedic parts of the movie. That sounds like that. Yeah, so, yeah, I, I have seen the majority of the film. Um, I am, you know, have been and always will be still a huge Danzig fan. Um, I commend him for trying to make the film, but, um, well, let's just say to each their own. I'm just going to leave it at that one. Well, he's got that spaghetti Western coming out too. True, true enough. I'm picturing blazing saddles with vampires. <laughs> Speaking of that spaghetti western, dudes, dudes, all right. So we were asked in a magazine interview about, um, like, what movie would we make? And Bobby's answer was a vampire spaghetti western. Okay. <laughs> 
So, I, I, who knows if he saw it? You never know, dude. We got a, a small world. But, um, hey, we've been inspired by him. He could be inspired by us. That's, that's true, but do you think... I mean, obviously, he would never admit that, but... <laughs> 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 no, 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 no. It's just, it's just critiques. I, you know, I love Big D, and um, you know, I, I want, I want the best for him. It's just, it's coming from like, it's not like, uh, yeah, he, he's mean. <laughs> I hate everything he does. But it's like, I'm like, I got like a, like a, you know, like a big old number one finger. Like, go, dancer, go. <laughs> Keep going. And, um, you know, I just want, I want, like, you know, like, come on, make, make some more merchandise dancers. Make some more music videos. Like, like, um, he, he needs someone to help him. <laughs> someone needs to tell Someone needs to tell him what to do. Yeah. And I'll be that guy. <laughs> See, that's, that's the, that's the kind of, that's the kind of thing you need on your resume. <laughs> <laughs> So like um, you know, I want the, I want the Andrew Elvis thing to rock. I want the movie to rock or be awesome. But you know, it's stuff is what it is. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's, that's very yeah. yeah, sadly, I think it's going to end up the DVD will be on the the die hardest of Danzig fan shelves. Sadly. Oh yeah, definitely. Well, I wouldn't mind having it. Yeah, yeah. So, no, yeah, no, and neither would I. I just, I don't know that if purchased, it would be there. Basically, just to say, I have it. <laughs> I don't know. Don't, don't know honestly if it would ever actually get put into the DVD player at that time. <laughs> yeah, maybe once. Uh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> when I'm in the mood for a good comedy, I you, guess you, you gotta, you gotta have to, you gotta be able to form your opinion. True. Mm-hmm. Very true. Yes. Now, someone will love everything and someone else will hate everything. So, yes. Yeah. yeah oh, you're right. So, um... So, what... Hey, my yeah. turn. <laughs> Your turn. <laughs> so, um, with, with, uh, with everything in the world being on hold, are you guys, and even though you just released a new record, are you guys just going to write another new record? <laughs> well, let's see here. We were talking about making an EP, but now that is kind of on a hold because um, can't leave the house. Right. <laughs> we're all di- we're all in different houses, and I would I I think Bobby Bobby has like an acoustic guitar at his house, so I would assume he's writing some riffs here and there. You know. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. We'll see what happens. Now this is gonna sound off the wall, but I had this weird premonition the other day that um, I was listening to Flee the Light and okay so y- y'all use woes like crazy we all in the horror punk world have to <laughs> um, but I had this image of you guys doing the Simpsons song but with woes <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm by about Simpsons I mean, I mean that sounds <laughs> fucked up I know <laughs> but I was just thinking about it and I was just like oh shit dude they have to do that <laughs> just a thought, just a thought. Yeah, all right. <laughs> On the next album. Uh-huh.
So of your of all your albums, which uh, which are you most proud of? Not to say anything was you know awful or anything of that in your eyes, I would assume. But which one are you most proud of that you guys have done? Latest is the greatest, baby. We like. <laughs> No, it is it is a solid record, and I, and I I really wouldn't you know blame you for saying that you're proud of that one because that is I mean just start to finish was just it's just like perfect. It's a good blend of everything. You could tell your influence in every single song. Thank you so much. Well, tell me what the influences are. <laughs> Well, let's see. I heard a little bit of the typo, like I mentioned. And then I got, man, I got a really, like, Susie and the Banshee, like, vibe from one of the songs. I can't even think of what it is right yep. now. But I was like, man, that's, like, like really Susie and the Banshee sound. <laughs> yep, that's an influence. <laughs> so that's, that's a, I don't know. Great. It's just great to have that. Very cool. Some bands you can, you know, you listen to and... You, you, they try to create their own thing and they really they can't do it and it's like you dude it's okay to pull from your influence and you know show that you're influenced by somebody and then you know bands that don't do that you have like five figure death punch that think they're Pantera and they're not <laughs> oh they do sound like Pantera oh man <laughs> <laughs> Okay. They, they try so hard, but they just they just can't do it. <laughs> oh, that's all right. So Anselmo can't even sound like Pantera anymore, and he's still trying too. <laughs> right. So what, 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 what kind of gear do you use? What what uh, what's your what's your drum setup look like? Well, it's a Pearl Session Custom uh, for the. Touring, I like taking that tour. And uh, Remos, Zildjans. Um, there you go. And then when it comes to the studio, I use um, what he has over there. What he likes to use is uh, these vintage drums. They're called Rogers. Oh. They use those. Yeah. Wow. Uh, there you go. Oh, well, excellent. You familiar? <laughs> I have not heard that name in a long time. <laughs> all right, all right. Then it must be vintage. Yeah. <laughs> um, let's see. I had some other questions lined up. Can't think of it. So, okay. You don't have a notepad? Nope, I don't. I usually just try to wing it or memorize things, and that doesn't always work out. But <laughs> I remember you had a question about movie videos. Oh, I did. Yeah. So you answered that. So, so you, I, this record has almost <laughs> a video for every song. Not almost. All of them. All of them. <laughs> every single one. Oh yeah. All eleven. Now, how did you? How did you guys like come? Did you guys do it like in you know in order, or did you take a day off and you know then do it? You know, what was the case there? Well, let's see. Hmm. Well, there's a lot of like thinking of like what what would look good over here or what would be over here, and we um, ran out this like 
it's like movie studio lot type thing. They had all sorts of different like <laughs> I'll tell you. So like um we would like in one corner we would film one thing with like the white screen and then on the opposite wall there's the green screen. <laughs> and then in the other corner there was um with nice brick wall and all this shit. So we went over there. So uh, what do we do? How many days do we do this? All right, you're getting the exclusive. You get, uh, we filmed, <laughs> we filmed three days, okay, for 11 videos. No, but like really long days. Oh, wow. And, uh, yeah, we were like filmed really fast. And, um, so I'm editing it. Oh, I edited them. So I knew what I wanted, so like I didn't have to like retake a whole bunch of crap. Just like that's good, that's good. Just keep going. So, gotcha. There you go. So do you have a do you have a crew of people? Because obviously you can't, you know, video while you're playing. <laughs> right. Yes. So um, our frequent collaborator when it comes to videos is named Andy Hartmark. He also takes our photos. So he what does he cost? Cinematographer, yes. <laughs> Cinematographer, yeah. And uh, I'm like, oh, do this, do this, this. And then he has some great ideas sometimes too. And, you know, go from there. And then he hands me the clips when he's done. Excellent. Well, there you hey, go. It seems like you really, you, you got the eye for it. So even if Danzig or anybody else is like, hey, man, we need somebody that can do this. Thank you, thank you. That would be great. To Do see you that. have a favorite? Oh, man. You know, I don't know because, like, when I watched them, I was like, it was like watching them like a movie straight through. You know what I mean? Nice. Yeah, it was like watching nice. a movie straight through, and I'm just like, it's an album, but a movie. <laughs> and that's, nice. that, that's, that's what I was going like. for. That's cool. Oh, really? Well, great. <laughs> Yeah, I, I really like that, and that's something I, I feel like is original anyway. Because if you can, I mean, if you can do that, because you know we all like movies and stuff, and if you can do that, I mean, shit, that could change albums altogether. Thank you very much. Yeah, I, I was aiming for like if you watch them all in a row, it'll make sense, and then if you watch them separately, it'll it'll also make sense. Right. Um, I like a mix and match, choose an adventure. Um, <laughs> <laughs> they all vaguely tie in together. And, right. Um, yeah. Or, like a puzzle, you can be like, wait, that doesn't go here, that goes here. <laughs> right, right. Um, here you go. Uh, for the both of you, who do you think Goatman is? Oh, man. So, Oof. I was thinking, Jimmy. <laughs> Okay. That's what that's what my yeah. that's what my thought was. Yeah. Totally, okay. totally wrong. Right? I'm not gonna tell you. Oh. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to see what you think. Yeah, I was thinking Jimmy has, has that build. <laughs> cool. Oh man. Oh, no. I'm, I'm, I'm out of questions. What do you got? <laughs> uh, just, just, I'm going to 
with my old person moment. Keeping in with our music in a horror month, I just want to ask a quick question for you. What is your all-time favorite horror movie? Well, that's very hard to say. But my go-to is um, Army of Darkness. Nice. Very nice. Now, yeah, that, that is actually a, a hard. Yeah, that's got a, a nice round everything to it. Yeah, it's got Bruce. We good. Now, what about your favorite horror rock record? Go all the way back to now. Oops. Um, let's just say uh, uh, early misses in a hole. Let's just say all those that ones, you know. Okay, so like Walk Among Us. Co- collection 1, Collection 2. <laughs> <laughs> the Misfits stuff were Danzig's thing. The stuff with Michael's cool, but, you know, Danzig's Danzig. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's true. That's a very good point. Uh, um, so, the uh, yesterday, I was uh, I did a Skype interview with this band, Left Hand Black, from Sweden. And they... Um, before all this, you know, world pandemic hit, they had played one show, <laughs> one show only, and so they're um, they two of the members are from a band called Dead Next Door. I don't know if you have heard them, but they are trying to get their you know name over here. And I had mentioned you guys, I had mentioned you know other bands, Blitz Kid, this and that, and you know they they were pretty stoked. Um, do you guys get overseas to play with bands like that and, like, you know, help some lesser-known bands shine out? Like, do we go to overseas? Yes. We have. It's just hard. Oh, yeah, I I understand. (laughs) The logistics. But uh, we've been over there how many times? A couple times. Germany, Italy, uh, England. Now, are you as well received over overseas as you are over here? Uh, well, you know, it's like it's well, America favors us more. Well, because we're here, but I guess if we went over there more, it'd be better. Yeah, it's just kind of like back and forth, back and forth, like yeah, yeah. I, I know we get a lot of people. Oh yeah, we did we did Mexico as well, but that's not overseas. Um. <laughs> <laughs> but like, I know there's people that like us in different, other than America, so that's cool. It's just hard to fly over there. Right. Tons of resistance. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'd like to. You gotta have like 19 passports for one person. And, uh, plus the cost <laughs> is probably stupid. <laughs> yeah. And, and you gotta get vaccines for everything. <laughs> Oh. <laughs> no, I'm just shit talking. What do you know about that? <laughs> shit. Jeez, you didn't know? Man. <laughs> no, uh, John, what do you got? I think that honestly wraps up about everything that I had for you, Davey. Yeah, me too, Davey. Davey, what do you want to give to the people that may be listening? Well, first of all, I want to say thank you for having me, gentlemen, and um, that everyone should be subscribing to the 
What is it? <laughs> well, okay, Horrible. so... This What's your podcast name? Shock Rock, due to my... What? This is called Shock Rock. Shock Rock. I thought this was some. It is. It is. It's a so House of Tortured Souls is our website. Yeah. Um, each yes. of us has our own show. So House of Tortured Souls is like a producer type of status. So House of Tortured Souls, Shock Rock podcast. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that. What he said. I want you to subscribe yeah. to that. And also buy our merch at calibrestore.com or super easy, just look us up on YouTube and Spotify. Listen to us there. Watch us there on YouTube. There you go. Awesome. Baby, thank you so much for your time for joining us on House of Tortured Soul and Shock Rock uh, with our Music and Horror Month. Um, again, this is John and my partner in crime, Mr. Justin Shark. We want to thank you and wish you guys all the best and definitely be safe and keep in touch with us.